Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. I'm locked in the house. I'm trapped. Can't get out. But I'm joined on the other line, right here on my computer screen by uh, by co-host Phil Battaglia. Phil, we're back in the building. What's going on? Hey man, glad to be here. Yeah. This is uh it's 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 a it's a shining bright hour every every week, isn't it? Yeah, man. Get get to get to see your face, get to <laughs> shoot, shoot some shit about pop culture and style because of course that's where that's the intersection where we are. I'm happy to be here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I was paused. <laughs> I couldn't tell if you froze or if you glitched out or what. Uh, I don't know. I've been in the house all day. I've stepped out twice. I don't know where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's this? Your your hat. Your hat you're wearing. It says Clifford yeah. Clifford Antoni Foundation. Is that what it says? Yeah. Well, Clifford Anton of Antones. Um, the okay. Music all venue right. downtown. This is uh, their foundation, the Clifford Anton Foundation. So they do. I think that they donate most the proceeds to to prop up the music community here in town with very good, very whatever good. They need. Yep, yeah, that's uh, that's a good. You kind of that that just kind of I, I didn't know what Clifford Antone Foundation meant, but I like I like hats. I'm very into hats right now with with vague meanings, mm-hmm. um, or or like very very niche, you know, kind of <laughs> instances or like companies or or just whatever i feel like the more the more specialized it is the more random the better yeah you still you still need some type of connection to it you know you can't just like, like kind of like we talked about we talked about larry david's uh uh amanyara uh dad cap you know you gotta have you gotta have been to amanyara to wear that you gotta have participated with the clifford antone foundation to to, to wear that but i'm really my eyes are peeled. Obviously, I'm not going anywhere, so I'm not finding anything at the moment. But I'm definitely on the lookout for something, something like that. I, I pulled out a uh, an old an old hat of mine that I've had for you know well over a decade. When I, I used to, my family and I would go twice a year up to Washington, Indiana, tiny little city, tiny little town in the southern part of the state. It's where we visited my grandfather, and. Um, my dad and I, it was basically just a golf week for my dad and I. And we played this, this golf course about 30 minutes outside of town called Country Oaks. And I found this bright yellow cap from there. What so a fun. So I've been kind of like messing around with that one. I liked, I, I, but I really like that. What it's, you know what, what kind of got me on this as, other than LD's Amanyara hat is Joe Exotic's uh, Seth Wadley hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you picked up on that, but he's just wearing this black hat with like some red, red and white stripes on it. And uh-huh. it's Seth Wadley. And I have no idea what that is. I, but- I have a feeling that a lot of his hats have something to do with like dirt track racing. <laughs> but um, Seth Wadley auto group. Mm-hmm. So I, I may, it could be a part dealership. Anyway, he, he was very like he, he wore that hat a lot. And I just I I dug that. I dug that he was just like sticking, you know. No uh no 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 uh flat brimmed snapbacks with Oakley all over them like our like our boy Jeff Lowe. And just what I love Seth about his, auto group. his some look random, some random shit from Oklahoma. I loved that. Jeff Lowe's look is great because he he does the uh the do-rag underneath the hat. 
So he does. So that actually, you know, we're, I've actually been, I've been trying to come up with a good Instagram post to, to get this point across. Unfortunately, it's hard to find like really good still frames, but in, in a couple of the, uh, in a couple of the Instagram, I, I've been asking, you know, every once in a while I ask for, for feedback, for subject matter, stuff like that. A couple of times people have, have submitted for, for wanting to know about like our kind of our style evolution, what got us into, what got us into style and fashion in the first place. And we've talked about some of that stuff before on various podcasts. So I'm still kind of formulating how I want to approach that topic next. But one of the things that I've been thinking about is uh, my relationship with music videos in the yeah. early, in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And one that stands out in my mind. In fact, I own this music video. It's on my, it's on my phone to wow. this day because I bought it on, on iTunes once upon a time. Wow. And it, and it stands out to me now, at least now is like a music video that really, really inspired me stylistically. And it's Justin Timberlake featuring clips. Like I love you. Uh I can't recall what that looks like. Well, it, it has some really, really like just looks in it that are, that have it, the video is nearly 20 years old at this point. The looks have almost weighed their made their way back in. Like mm-hmm. Pharrell is in the video and he's wearing like the the yellow and white nerd trucker cap, which was awesome and would be mm-hmm. cool to have now. He's wearing cutoff shorts with a pair of Nike dunks in the dance scene. Uh JT rocks that bandana under the mesh trucker hat vibe. <laughs> he, he, he wears that. He wears a bandana with a trucker hat on top. And, you know, I, I'd be just absolutely lying to you if I told you that I didn't attempt that at least one time in high school. Well, I would love to see you do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I really that, would. That's a, that's a trend that has has not made its way back. And and I think Jeff Lowe just put his put his foot on the neck of any type of resurgence of that of that particular, um, you know affectation jeff Lowe makes his own trends he's a trendsetter (laughs) but just everything i mean justin's wearing like a 7-eleven graphic tee and with with a leather jacket on top and i mean he's got an abercrombie beanie like there's just like uh, there's so many there's so many little watching that video back there's so many pieces that i can pull that i was like yep i was i was inspired by that yep i wanted to find that yep i looked for that snakeskin dc trucker cap like there there's (laughs) There are you had many, to have had that uh, the Abercrombie beanie. I had a very similar one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So just uh, uh, we can dive into that on a future pod. Kind of go more into to some of the things that um, you know that put us on to to all of this fashion and clothing stuff in the first place. But that one is one that I've really been kind of like simmering on. And I, I can find some like decent polls on the internet, but they're all like, you know, they're, they're clearly screen grabs from the video. So they don't make for a very compelling post. Yeah. Um, and I can't figure out how to post GIFs onto Instagram because I'm, it's not uh, easy because I'm, because I'm too old. It's not easy. I've done it on our fantasy account and it takes some practice. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, I can't even remember how we. Oh, your 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 Clifford Antone Foundation hat. That's how yeah, we look at these wings. We Can you there. see the wings coming out of the side? A here? little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Man, um, the hair is really going. It's taking a turn for the worse. Barrett. We are going to take. We're going to talk about hair because that was a popular request for us to talk about. But uh, but f- before I just wanted to ask you, you know, kind of a quarantine question. 
um, that's also based off of a, of, off a listener submitted one. Uh, how have you been, have you found any ways to avoid the whole groundhog day effect of this whole thing? Every day feeling the same, like what have you done anything to like, to change up your routine, to make days feel different uh, in, you know, what's, what's, what's keeping you sane over there? Yeah. Um, you know, prior to this, I wasn't a big reader, you know, I'd rather listen to a book. I'd rather watch the movie. I'd rather Google it. Now I'm reading. And so that's really what takes up, you know, my mornings is after I get going, I'll, I'll sit down and read for an hour or so. And mm-hmm. I can't read at night. But, I mean, I should, probably should, but that's when I'd rather watch something, but it puts me to sleep at nighttime. And uh, yeah, that's something that's definitely new for me is um, I've, you know, I have five books that I'm trying to get through right now. And yeah, um, that, and along with, I think we've talked about this before, but I consider myself to be an active person before this. And now it's like, if I'm not running two miles a day, then I'm losing my mind on top of doing some sort of workout at home. Mm-hmm. And so if anything, it's kicked my activity up a notch because it's really the only chance we have to, to get out and, and to, to be in fresh air. Although now it's starting to rain, but mm-hmm. regardless that those two things have really taken up, you know, that's what the other than, and, you know, we're still watching some, some, some trash and some good stuff on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think kind of like you said about you, you weren't a big reader. Now you're reading mm-hmm. it's the same for me. I've been making it a habit. I've been making it a goal to read at least a chapter a night. Yeah. And that's something newer for me. And it's something that I've, I'm look, I've been looking forward to. Um, it also kind of like, it, it kind of kicks my ass into the, into bed, getting into bed in situations like these. Like I am a night owl. Like I am the type of person that yeah. left, left to my own devices and just completely absent of any type of obligation or responsibility. I'll just stay up till three or four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. You know, it's, that's just like, that's just like something that's, that's, that's in my, that's in my blood. So obviously needing to be up to, to, to be online and, and to be uh, ready to work is, is curbs that, but you know, we've lost the commute. You don't have to to get yourself cleaned up and dressed every single morning. You're not like rushing to make breakfast, yada, yada. So it is, it is still easier to, to fall into the traps of like adjusting your, your bedtime routine and going to bed later. So uh, allowing myself time to read at night has, has kept me to like a, a decent schedule in, in that, in that regard, my sleep yeah. schedule. And it's something new and it's something that I'm, that I'm, I'm looking forward to doing. So that's helped, um, uh, Ross Boland, my co-host over on Oysters, Claims and Cockles, uh, has given me a PlayStation four. He's, he's, he's moved to complete, completely to, to PC, PC gaming. Mm -hmm. So I picked up his PS4 today and I'm going to play around. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm gonna get out the joysticks, baby. What are you playing? So, um, on the recommendation of friends, let's see the, the, I'm going to play, I think they're mostly like first person action type games. Mm-hmm. 
like uh the last of us mm. Her- uh let's see horizon mm-hmm. shadow of mordor <laughs> <laughs> uncharted <laughs> fo- uncharted 4 and titanfall 2 mm. And then, uh, and then I also requested some, uh, some, some sports games. So I've got some FIFA 19 and some NBA 2K 19 as well. And how does it work with these new systems? You just, you're streaming all this stuff. To be honest with you, I have no idea. I know there's, there's plenty of just like campaign where you're, you don't need an internet connection even. Oh, I think, but you can also plug in online and, and do some multiplayer type stuff. I've got a whole new world in front of me to figure out, but that's kind of where I'm going with this is finding something new to do is my, is my best advice. There really is. It, it's difficult to avoid days running together, weekends feeling no different than the weekdays, just the, the boredom and the, and the, the, the feeling of being trapped is hard to overcome here. So finding these new things, I'm also, I put out a request uh, over on my personal Instagram account, just like asking for for good virtual and online yoga classes. Yeah. I've talked about how running and working out for whatever reason is just making my muscles feel differently than, than back uh, under normal life. I just like, like I worked out or I, I worked out and I ran Monday, Tuesday. And then Wednesday I was just like, not, not up for it. And my, my body hurt. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with that. So I feel like I've, I need to stretch it all out. I need to, yeah, you, do. you know, maybe, it's, maybe it's because I'm, I'm sitting in this closet like this and I'm just uh locked down and it's weird. And I'm, I'm torquing my bodies in ways that, that I wasn't used to. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting I'm gonna, a lot of that. I'm getting really stiff. Um, yeah. And it's, I think it has a lot to do with looking at things with your neck craned craned sitting around you're probably on on soft surfaces like a couch more often yeah yeah so it's just it's it's you know it's i'm getting used to to that and uh i'm gonna start uh doing more more yoga i think good to try to combat some of that so that's another like kind of new thing that i have not been doing under under lockdown that i'm gonna start playing around with very good so that's 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 my advice there is find new things to to try out find new things to do um if you know if you're if you're in your own home now is is a good time to try to knock out some projects around the house as well but yeah uh, yeah. then you say you're gonna build a new deck on the back of the house there (laughs) no no i've been considering trying to build a fence gate which would be which would be an undertaking I, I would, I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyways. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough out there, man. This is, it's, this is all, it's just all a new, it's all a brave new world. Let me know how that Mordor game works out. That sounds like <laughs> something Dwight Schrute would be into. It does. It does. Uh, okay. Let's, you mentioned you, you got your wings flying out there under the hat. A uh, lot of requests to talk about quarantine hair. So that's what we'll move on to now. Look, man, everybody's dealing with it. The hair's going crazy. It's hard to it, it it's hard to maintain. It's hard to keep under control. And there there aren't a ton of options here. So first, let's just talk about what your yeah you you've got you've got you've got some growth, man. Look, it'll I mean it'll go past my eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's, you know, my hair is curly, so it gets into this like bird's nest to where it, it takes some effort to get your fingers through it. Mm-hmm. And so it's a, it's, it's tough. To what do you, with. what are you thinking about uh, doing? Or are you just letting it, you just letting it rock? I'm not going to fuck with it I, okay. because once I start on that road, it's going to end up being bad. I'm just going to let it go. I've grown it out before a long time ago. It's a fro. Um, and you know, that's why I'm bringing out the lids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good opportunity to, to wear all your hats. That's one. I, yes. that's, one, that's one idea. Just get a lot of use out of, out of your various headwear. Mm-hmm. And I don't really typically wear hats at all. And, yeah. um, mainly because I feel like I look up like a buffoon in most of these hats, but you know, I really don't have a choice at this point. And, oh, man, and you, you always look tight in these hats. And well, thank you. But unless I, you know, if, if I can keep a little bit of product in the, in the, uh, the nest, it'll keep it mm-hmm. subdued. And one thing that I don't typically do, and I, we're going to get into this later, I know, but like, I don't ever like normally have like a regimen on conditioning my hair, like mm-hmm. uh, on a schedule. And now it's pretty crucial to keep it tame. <laughs> The conditioner is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, here's here's a controversial idea for some of you. And, and I, I know people that have done this and, and it, it's really all about what you're comfortable with versus what you're not comfortable with. If you know your stylist, if you see the same barber at wherever you go or the same stylist at a salon, if you know their Instagram, if you have their phone number, there's a really good chance that they're not working right now. And there's a, a, a I, they would most likely be happy to come cut your hair wherever you live. Whether you, and you know, if you got a bathroom that's big enough for it or if, or a garage that you can sit in that get them to wear a mask, maybe yeah. uh, latex gloves, if that makes you feel even more comfortable. But uh, honestly, I mean, you know, with all the hand washing, you, you can probably be relatively safe with that look is is it are are you completely abiding by all of the social social distancing guidelines by doing that no but if it's something that you desperately need and it's going to help make you feel sane during all of this then that is an option am am i am i giving bad advice there no (laughs) i've seen several stylists on instagram and and other places offering to come you know, do house calls. And, um, Ashley's mom is a hairstylist and she's doing house calls. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's getting done. I, I don't know. Uh, you know, you definitely don't, you, you're gonna, I, I would think that you would need to pay more than usual since they are coming to you. Uh, and especially since you want to have a, a, you know, some built in, of charge here because they don't have a lot of business right now. And if you're, if you're able to afford it, I would. It's it's possible, but it's also possible that, that they're considering these house calls kind of like potential, potentially an opportunity to just take some, uh, yeah. Any, non, any cash, non reportable. Yeah. Cash, yeah. cash monies. If you catch my yeah. drift. Uh huh. I got you. I got you. So have, have cash on hand uh, I mean, or, or just even a little Venmo payment. You know what I mean? Like it's uh-huh. as uh-huh. long as you're not running that card through, through a business square app or 
cash register. You know what I mean? Like it's, that's, yeah. it's a little, you, you might get a better deal because that's just straight cash to their pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's one thing. Okay. Let's move on to the next option that there's been a lot of talk about. A lot of people are trying it out. A home haircut, do it yourself or have your quarantine partner, spouse, significant other help you out, help you out with it. Now, here's my recommendation. If this is something that you're going to do, or you're going to attempt this, this type of thing, this calls for a clipper cut, not a, not attempting to be your own stylist, put the scissors away, put the scissors away. (laughs) <laughs> don't try don't, don't try to give yourself any layers or blending or any <laughs> type of fancy shit like that. And I mean, even if you're just like trying to give yourself a trim, it's really easy to screw this type of stuff up. So if you're going to go for the home haircut, uh, a guy who just did this, who I think looks pretty decent with his uh, with his home chop job is is former bachelor contestant Nick Vial. Uh huh. And I think he gave you, I think he gave you the right blueprint, which is to go really short with it. It doesn't have to be like all the way to a buzz cut, although that's a great option if you think you look good with, with, uh, with, you know, with that real short style. But, but, you know, I'm talking like maybe like a two or three on the sides and, and no greater than a five up top. But yeah. really like going for that, that close cut kind of crew, crew cut style, um, where it's all pretty similar. It doesn't, this is, something that doesn't take a, a lot of skill and there's going to be kind of like a messy attractiveness in the way that it's not perfect. Yeah. You want to make sure that if there are screw ups that they're not noticeable. Right. And right. the easiest way to do that is just take it short. And I mean, back in the day I used to, but I mean, we'd always buzz cut our hair in the summers just because again, we were bored out of our minds and I can't do it anymore. I mean, I looking back on some of those photos, it seemed like a good idea, but like I have really pronounced thick, dark eyebrows. <laughs> and if you take all the, the hair off the top of my head, it looks like I'm, it's just like all eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've seen a lot of bad bowl cuts getting, getting done online. Oh. Have you seen these? I've not, I've not, but that sounds fun. Yeah. People are literally putting bowls on their head and just <laughs> chopping. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I'm going to let mine go. Um, Unless this goes on for like another two or three months, then something's going to have to give. But I don't foresee that. But anyway, I think that the Clippers is the right move. Put the scissors away unless you have somebody that has knows knows what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, Yes. But I'm sure you, I'm sure everybody has seen a TV show or a movie where a, where a child or a young lady attempts to like give themselves bangs and it's, yeah. a hor- it's a, just a horrible catastrophe. Um, so, you know, be careful with that. Now, obviously your other option, both you and I seem to be subscribing to, uh, to this one is to just, um, I, so the buzz cut for me, I'm always tempted. I mean, I'm always tempted to do, to do everything. I always like changing it up and going from like one to, I like playing with the extremes. The buzz cut is essentially, it, it worries me because I don't know. I'm worried about how my hair would grow back. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have as strong a hairline as I did five years ago. <laughs> so it's uh, just yeah, like, you do. 
it's just you never know. You never know what what yeah. type of permanent damage that could do. And at at 33, I'm just like, look, I've got a I've got a bunch of hair on the top of my head, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave it. There's no point in 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 uh, tempting right. temp- tempting the gods there. That's right. Um, so here, here's some of the pros. One of the hardest parts about growing your hair out, if you want like a longer hairstyle, it's always very tempting to go into your barber, to your stylist, to your salon for trims. Every few weeks, you'll reach a new point that you're not used to. It'll feel a little weird. It might be kind of awkward. And you'll feel like, oh, well, maybe I should just go get a little shape into it. I'll have it trimmed up a little bit. And that's obviously counterproductive to growing your hair. You really... uh, over the course of, of, of growth, of real growth, this, the length that I, that I have right now is over the course of, I mean, I think damn near a year. Really? Yeah. And I'd have to go back and look, but, but I mean, this has been like one haircut and two trims, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you really just have to, you got to get in there and you got to let it do its thing. And that's, it's hard to do because on and you'll you're kind of conditioned to to keep the shape and to keep it trimmed and do that type of thing but to really get to the length that you want to get to you just have to you, the best thing to do is not touch it and right now that's easy to do because you can't easily go out and get your hair cut um now i get a lot of questions about caring for long hair so i will try to address some of those Right now, everybody's different. I can only tell you what what's what's been working for me, and I believe that I believe that some of this will be an update to the last time that I talked about this. But I but I'm not positive, so so sorry if I've if I've told everybody all of this already. Um, one of my one of the 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 more recent changes that I made, and this is within the last two and a half months or so, I would say, is that. I'm basically not conditioning my hair anymore. For a while, with, with when it, when the length was like more like mid length, I was only conditioning and just basically never shampooing. I've completely wiped really? out. I've completely wiped. Yeah, it's called co-washing. Basically, I have completely I've completely wiped out the conditioner because it weighs your hair down. With yeah. now, mm-hmm. I've got long. I've got straight, relatively fine hair. And my, my goal with the, with the looks these days is I don't want it to look flat. I don't want it to look glued to my head. I want it to have some type of volume, some type of body. We live in Texas. It's rainy in the spring. It gets humid. All of those things contribute to like weighing your hair down and taking the volume out. Conditioner, it makes your hair soft and weighty and smooth. And that's not what you want. Mm-mm. So at this point, I'm basically just rinsing my hair. I shampoo probably twice a week. Same. Now you, but now you, you are conditioning. You've got the, you've got the curlier hair, which means mm-hmm. that your hair already gets like some of that natural bounce and, 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 and body to it. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of volume, a yep. lot of volume in this dome because of the, <laughs> the curl and uh it can get out of hand quickly but the humidity um <clears throat> it, it does help a bit but like i mean one thing that you know i just started doing over the past i'd say 2 to 3 years is really 
cutting back on the amount of shampoo that I use as far as, you know, I used, I used to shampoo my hair daily and, you know, over the the course of the past three years, it's cutting down dramatically. And I've seen that. I feel like my hair is healthier for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But one thing that you can also tell really quickly is you can feel when your hair needs to be shampooed. Yeah. Yeah. After when you, when you, experiment with it for for several weeks you you start getting the hang of like okay my hair feels really kind of like it needs to be cleaned but uh but but yeah your hair gets used to it you let the natural oils and the the it's it's you basically let it be how it wants to be instead of constantly cleaning out and stripping it's it's kind of it's natural um it's natural state yeah. So it's, it's, it, it's, it's healthiest for your hair to not be shampooing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, the next thing that, I, that, I, that I've learned here for the long hair is that you want some type of, you want some type of backbone. It need, it, it wants something to kind of like, to kind of give it that initial, uh, frame and the best thing there to use is mousse. Now I'm I'm saying this. I know I have said this before on the podcast. Just go cheap with it. I bought a grocery store brand. Yeah. Towel dry. <clears throat> boom. I throw the mousse in. Let it go a few more minutes, and then blow dry. Blow drying is also key to adding volume and body to your hair. If you don't, it's gonna just fall naturally. It's gonna be the thing is. You take a guy like Kevin Parker, the lead singer of Tame Impala. You know he's got the long rock star stringy yeah. hair. That when, when it's that long, it's going to fall and, and be long and kind of down on your face and on your head, no matter what you do to it. At that point, that's that rock star look that you're going for. But, uh, mm-hmm. but we're, we're just talking about like mid-length to longish to longer than normal hair. And you still want to be able to do something with that. You still want to be able to style that a little bit. Blow drying is absolutely essential. I've said this many times before. Invest in a good blow dryer. It is an investment that you will will not regret. I promise. It's you can buy a thirty dollar Conair at CVS or whatever. It's it doesn't heat up very well. It takes a really long time to dry your hair. It's you're wasting time. You're waste you're wasting energy. Get a good one if if hair is something that you are if you care about, and uh, especially if you're working on growing it out, it's worth it. Um, I, I feel like try. those cheap hair dryers will probably torch your hair too, like get too hot. Yeah, yeah, it's harder to con- yes, it's absolutely harder to control the heat with those. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two products that I've been using that are just kind of like that ha- have been really kind of miracle workers for me that are relatively it's newer stuff that I've been using. I'm not sure that I've mentioned these one is, uh, from way that's U O U a I and it's the texturizing hairspray. And it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a Swiss army knife. It works as it works as hairspray. It also works kind of like a dry shampoo. And then it also gives your hair texture. So it's doing three things that are, that are all worthwhile for trying to style longer hair um and uh it's 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 just it's a nice finishing touch the other thing that i've been using that is really really nice it's it's from aveda and it's called pure abundance hair potion 
this stuff is this stuff is weird. I've never used anything like it. It came on the recommendation of uh, of my stylist, Corinne, and you. Be, it's this tiny little bottle, and it's got all this weird powder down at the bottom. You do not ever shake this bottle. You don't move it around too much. You don't tip it over. You don't tip it upside down. Frankly, I'm not sure how it's supposed to ship to you. <laughs> I get, <laughs> since I got, it, but I got it at this at at the salon, but it got shipped to the salon at some point. So clearly something, they must do something. They must know what they're doing. Right. It must be sediment that just falls naturally to the bottom. Yeah. Maybe, maybe after sitting for a while, it's okay. I don't know. It's a, it's it's a weird question, but you don't want to shake this around too much. And then you just, then you just, after you kind of have your hair blow dried, you're just squeezing it in. You're just kind of squeezing the little bottle and creating these little blasts of, of this magic potion powder that goes down onto your scalp into your roots. And this has worked to give my hair like body and volume and keep it off of my head better than anything I've, I've ever tried. Interesting. Yeah. Cause th- th- this is always the biggest, the biggest problem for me is like keeping it from not looking dull and flat and plastered to my head, as I said, mm-hmm. and you can try, you know, you blow dry it to try to get it to, to get it to stand up a little bit and to give you some of that volume but then you're weighing it down again with various products, right? This, whatever this is doing is like been beautiful and is the most helpful thing I've ever, I've, I've ever tried with this length of hair. Um, and, and you can kind of see, I feel like in the most recent, my most recent Instagram post on, on the, the podcast account at club cool pod, like it just gives it kind of a nice, devil may care volume that just kind of works no matter what happens to it. Mm -hmm. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's and it's a dry, it's a dry powder that you're just kind of puffing. Yes. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So again, that's the Aveda pure abundance hair potion, but yeah, man, it's just the thing about growing your hair out. It, it, it does give you something to do because this is going to be different for everybody. And you gotta you gotta be willing to try a bunch of different stuff and experiment and and figure out what works um, for your hair specifically because everybody's is different. Even if you even if it looks the same, it could be coarser, it could be finer. Maybe you have a little bit of wave. Maybe you got curls. You know, it's just it's there's such a huge spectrum. So, um, yeah. I wish I had longer hair like yours. Well, you get you got time, Phil. Yeah, it just grows out. It doesn't go down. Would you look like what? Who? Who would you? Who would you Yanni. look like? <laughs> if you just let it go for ten months, Yanni. Yanni. Yeah, <laughs> you should see pictures of my dad, like in the seventies and eighties. He, he, like, you think it's Yanni? That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, follow, follow the podcast at club cool pod. I'll, I'll post a picture of, uh, of the stuff that I'm using right now for y'all to, uh, to give you a a starter kit. If you want to try some of the stuff that I'm trying. Okay. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We got a new sponsor today. Very exciting stuff. And then we'll be back. We'll, uh, we'll continue our chat. What's up. Cool kids. Wanted to take a minute to tell you about today's new sponsor, Raycon. Look, whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommates are listening to or your coworkers or your significant other. 
You don't want to hear what they're listening to. That's why everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds that cut out all the noise around them so you can hear your music, your podcasts. Shouts to Club Cool. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. So obviously that's awesome. And they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands that you know. Their newest model, the ones that I picked up, are the Everyday E25 earbuds. They're the best ones yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing. I literally opened my box, I popped them into my ears, and I was paired to my phone in under 20 seconds. It was super easy. They have more bass. Their more compact design gives you a nice isolating fit. It comes with six, seven different fits for your ears. So this is not a one-size-fits-all thing. You can find something that very specifically fits your ear shape, your ear size, so they fit nice and snug. They're so comfortable. They're perfect for conference calls, perfect for catching up on all your favorite podcasts. Shouts to Club Cool again. Look, unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are stylish and discreet. There's no dangling wires. There's no weird stems distracting anyone during video calls. Ray J co-founded this company and other celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, J.R. Smith. They're obsessed with Raycons. You have to pick up a pair to see what all the hype is about. Specifically, go check out the new Everyday E25 earbuds. Can't recommend those enough. So here's what you're going to do. Go to buyraycon.com slash club cool and get 15% off of your order today. That's buyraycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y. C-O-N dot com slash club cool 15% off your Raycon wireless earbuds by Raycon.com slash club cool. All right, we back, Phil. What's what good? Let's talk about some quarantine fits. We've touched on this a little bit before, but uh, but when we did, I think we were only a couple weeks into this thing. Now we're well past a month, and people want to know what we're living in, what we're wearing. We always get, we always get uh, requests for recommendations on joggers. So I put together a little list. It's probably some of the brands that you've heard us talk about before, but continue to get this question. So definitely wanted to address it once <clears throat> again. Um, what, what, what you been living in, man? I'm wearing some joggers right now. Oh boy. What you got <clears throat> on? So uh, John Elliott Escobar is from about 2016. Oh yeah. <laughs> They've officially made the jump from, and we've talked about this previously from something I would wear out to, they're not going to see the light of day. I mean, maybe to the grocery store, uh-huh, uh-huh. but they're not going to a bar. <laughs> they're not going to any sort of establishment. Um, totally, totally. So they're, I'm, they're, I'm they're being, yeah, they're being worn um, quite a bit around the, around the crib right now. Um, look, I, I pulled out, I pulled out my two pair of Escobars, uh, a, a few weeks ago. I was thinking about selling them. Mm-hmm. I tried them on. They are super comfortable. It's nice to have something that's easy to move around and move around in, not a ton of extra fabric. So I, I I'm with you. I I'm hel- I'm holding on to mine. They're fun to wear, but they're definitely like for, for cozy fits. Now they are not. They're not, I'm, I'm not going to be running around like attempting to get fits off with them. No. And, and one thing I do like about them is they are, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're skinny fit. I mean, yes. slim 
Definitely. And so I like being, because most sweatpants, it look, you look like sweatpants guy that lives on the couch because they're baggy. Mm -hmm. They're nasty looking. They put off a bad, bad vibe. Yeah. So these are, you know, not they're, they're, they're higher quality. They're, they're slimmer. I feel better about myself going out to take, you know, Poppy out to, to the green space here to see people mm-hmm. um, without looking, you know, too disheveled. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I'll tag on to, to just, since we're, we're on the John Elliott subject. Um, first Nordstrom is having quite a big sale right now. There are a lot of JE pieces that are, 60% off some others that are 40 or 50% off, but, uh, definitely worth, worth a look. If you're, if you're curious about finding some pieces at a, at a nice price. And then, um, over on styleforum.net, one of the, the thread that I, I really, that got me on over there and that I've been paying attention to for many years is the John Elliott thread. And the dudes on the thread right now are very, very big on the LA sweats from John Elliott. Yeah, those are nice. They're a tw- it's a 26 ounce Terry. So they're much heavier than, um, than the Escobars. They mm-hmm. hold the tape a little bit better and they're, a, a, a they look to be a, a slightly looser fit and they don't have that. They don't have that long ribbed cuff on the bottom at, at the ankle. Yeah. It's just yeah. more, it's more of like a band. Uh, and they, they, they look great. So people, you know, people are kind of using those to like dress up a little bit more. Um, and they work as like a sweatpants slash jogger for sure. Uh, the outdoor voices Nimbus cotton mm-hmm. is a pair that I have and <clears throat> they are, they're going to run a little bit baggier, almost all, not quite like a traditional sweatpant, but a little bit baggier than those John Elliott LA sweats. They're super, super comfortable though. And I, I really do. I like them a lot. Uh, the wash black is a great color. And, uh, they are far more affordable than the LA sweats. Now we are, we're heading into weather territory where, where those won't be usable anymore. Yeah. Because they do keep you, keep you cozy and warm. And that, that's when I typically turn to what OV now calls the cloud knit sweatpant. I believe this is formerly the running man. But it's that it's that light, lighter weight, stretchy poly spandex material that is super, super soft. And I, as far as joggers go, and especially for like quarantine wear and cozy fits, this is a also a top recommendation from me because they're comfortable, but they're not going to overheat you. Yeah, especially when we get into these like warmer days. Yeah, and you know. Speaking of lighter weight, I, I just picked up a pair of uh, Lululemon Surge joggers. They have a bunch of different options as far as joggers are concerned. Um, I like these because they had an extra small. They fit perfectly. I had to have a little length taken out of them, but surprisingly, the waist is perfect. And I have a pair of the, sh- the Surge shorts, um, which are constructed similarly but these joggers are great and i got them in black and one thing that i've always liked and noticed about lululemon in general is that the black is is a true black and i know that kind of sounds weird but a lot of a lot of brands if you get a black it 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 just seems 
faded and it fades almost instantly. Um, Lulu keeps its color even through several washes. I never dry any of that stuff, but um, I'm very pleased with, with the, the surge joggers overall. And they have the zipper at the bottom um, around the cuff, which I, I like. And I like the little details, like the little Lulu always has a nice, reflective strip down there as well i know these are more performance than than you know loungewear but i wear them all all over the place and yeah yeah um yeah i'm happy with those for sure did, did you order those online yeah and so how, how did you get the the length taken up did you pl- place the order for a shorter length N- no i went to ace taylor here in town now allegedly lululemon does free tailoring that's however yeah well i called them and asked can you take the length out of these joggers it does have elastic at the bottom i don't know if that's something you'll offer can you take it from the waist and they said no that's not something that they tailor um they're more simple stuff just length out of shorts um length out of you know pretty much anything or if you need a little waist work but now you called a store Mm -hmm. yeah yeah okay so I, I've been hearing, I, I heard like you, that Lulu will shorten any pair of pants for free, including, yeah. including joggers. Yeah, that, that this representative team member may have not been correct. Well, and was this under lockdown, though? No, this is prior. This was prior to lockdown. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe this is something you have to do online. Maybe this is something that you have to... Can you order length taken out online? I believe you can. Yes. Oh, well, I wouldn't have known the proper amount to take off of these things. I mean, at ACE, um, they did a great job. They took it from the bottom. I was asking if they could take it out of the waist, but they said they could redo it from the bottom and they did a great job. It fits perfect. So they, and they were able to put the zipper and cuff back on. Yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, well, let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm bouncing around on the Lulu website right now. Look, this is, I feel like this is a kind of an obvious first place to go Yeah. look for this, for joggers, for, for cozy athleisure at this point. Um, even though I, I was able to give you two outdoor voices recommendations, it's only two pair of pants and they certainly have not been innovating or really bringing much new stuff to the table as far as as men's as men's stuff goes no and if you have the budget john elliott has i mean incredible options i mean i think there's some tie-dye in there um everything is it'll last you years um and another thing that i wanted to mention is i haven't been watching that much but we did catch trevor noah doing his show from home Mm -hmm. and that dude's getting some fits off (laughs) <laughs> and he, I know he's, I think, I'm pretty sure he's in California, but there's always sweater weather in California because uh-huh, it's uh-huh. ideal climate. But he, I believe, I don't know if this is right or not, was in the beach, the John Elliott beach hoodie, um, okay. the sage, the sage color. Um, and it looked very nice. And, and just in general, if, if you're looking for some inspo, check out Trevor Noah's home show. Um, whatever it's called. I don't know what he's, you know, just, I think you can, he's archiving them on, on YouTube, mm-hmm. but he's been, he's been getting some fits off. Do you, it, it does, is he, uh, it, can we see any of these on his gram? 
Uh, that's a good question. Probably. I mean, if he's taking selfies from the the broadcast, then yeah, 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 yeah. I think every day he's got something something good on. Um, I'm I'm mostly living in shorts, to be completely honest, though. Yeah, yeah. It's just just more comfortable for for traipsing around the house. And the OV, the Outdoor Voices Sunday short is still that's like my number one most worn item right now. I have several pair, several different colors. And if you've never tried a pair, I highly recommend it because they are so so versatile. Like yeah. I, I really there's nothing that I feel uncomfortable doing in the Sunday shorts. So mm-hmm. I could work out in them. I could do some yoga in them. I'm happy to go out and about, hit the grocery store, you know, pick up, pick up anything in them. They're great for just walking the dog or, 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 or hanging out. So that's, that, that is why I've, I've been wearing other shorts as well, but you know, like, like the shorts I have on today, if I want to go, if I'm going to go walk the dog in a couple hours here, like I'm definitely changing, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So that, so that, that, that's, that's been Sunday shorts are definitely my kind of my go-to now just with, with, uh, with regard to getting fits off overall, have you done any dressing up at all? Uh, no, (laughs) I mean, if we're, if I'm going, um, if I'm going to the store, let's, you know, yeah. Uh, or, or going to grab anything i am going to put on some sort of jeans uh-huh. and uh but like button downs anything like that no i put no. on it, we had it was a beautiful day here for easter i put on nice shorts and a button down after after getting showered and cleaned up on easter sunday wow yeah. you didn't go full seersucker suit like you usually no, do no no i didn't not this year but um but it it felt it felt good you know, I had, I think mm-hmm. I had, I think I had an afternoon beer and then a half bottle of white wine. So I was, uh, mm. I, was I was pretty exhausted by 6 PM, but, <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, I, I, you know, a couple of times when I've been on some, some morning missions, if I'm going to head out on a weekday, try to get to the store early, do some curbside pickup somewhere, get some takeout or, or we need something at target. I I've thrown on like a actual real clothing something that i would feel good about wearing under normal circumstances and it always feels nice it's fun to get it's fun to put clothes that that you love and make you feel good on again the thing is you end up back at home and it's just not comfortable to be sitting around in those you know i am i am what's up what'd you say that's all that's all coming off immediately when you get home exactly exactly like i am very much a i'm a guy i walk in the door and I'm like, first thing I'm doing is going to put on my, my, my house clothes basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, it's, that's, what's hard about this is that even if you, even if you get dressed up to, to go, you know, do a couple of essential errands, it's like you get back and you're immediately right back to the Sunday shorts. What if you were a robe guy? What if you only wore robes around the house? No, no sweats, no joggers, no shorts. This whole quarantine, you're a robe, and you're and you're living your best life, man. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's hard. That's hard to, um, you know. Once you're in the robe, you're pretty much melted into whatever couch or surface that you're in. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You're, I mean, like even going out to to grab the mail in the in the robe is is a tough thing to pull off. 
Mm-hmm. But it, yeah. it's been yeah. done. It's been done. Yeah, I mean, ro- robe guys got to be loving loving this, right? <laughs> Did you see our friends over at Cricket released a robe? Did they? Yeah. Did you pick that up? Uh, no, I didn't. I think uh, I may have missed it. I think it sold out. Oh wow, that's good. That's great for great news. But we do own robes. We we own um, one robe each. They're more of a kimono. Yeah, yeah. Look from it's those robes that are sold at uh, Hotel San Jose here in Austin. Oh wow. Okay. Um, do we ever wear them? Rarely. That's that you when you when you tell when you tell your wife that you're going to go slip into something more comfortable. It- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that's the rope. That's what you put on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this month on patreon.com slash club cool, you can join us. It's $2 a month. It's nothing. It's dropping the bucket. If you've got a little spare cash, help support the podcast. It'd be great. We're going to do our, our monthly list of, of our favorite shit on the internet. And I think what we're doing this month is we're going to put together everything that has been helping us stay sane here with these four or five weeks of lockdown. And I, I think the way I'm going to arrange these is, is into little kits, basically. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here's my, here's everything I've been using and loving for working out. Here's everything I've been using and loving to like, you know, listen to music or cook or do whatever it is. I'll put together a few, you know, a few kind of little capsules like that with several links and just ev- everything that I've been really glad to, to have around the house or that I've been, living in clothes wise or that I am thinking about buying as we head into month two and and month two and a half and potentially month three of this whole ordeal. So Mm -hmm. if you want those links, if you want to check all that out, patreon.com slash club cool. Phil, let's, uh, let's talk about this little, what's going on with Ellen, man, she's getting roasted. Toasted, roasted, dragged, flammed. Um, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> uh, you know, so a friend of ours was telling us about this a, a week or so ago because uh, it hadn't come across my radar at all. But there's apparently like a whole section of people that have been beating this drum for years about how Ellen is secretly just the worst person ever mm-hmm. in reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is and crazy. I couldn't believe that. I, I just refused to believe it. But then you do a little research, and yikes! There are a lot of stories out there about people that have either worked for her on the show, around the show, you know, a couple degrees removed, that are uh, shocking to say the least. And um, I think that this story is going to pick up some steam. I really do just based on the, the amount of action it's getting on, on Twitter. And um, I think you said you saw something on diet Prada. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Diet Prada was, was, uh, was on top of this, you know, 10 days or so ago when she was in a little bit of hot water and, and getting flamed for suggesting that quarantine was like being in prison um, because she, you know, she said that, with the negative connotations while sitting in like a 50,000 square foot mansion. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it came off as very insensitive and out of touch. And that, that is what has kind of led to this, like 
you know, it's it's always like this, right? Like there there are some of these kind of dark Hollywood secrets. Everybody that's that's in the know or that's in that industry is familiar with them. Yeah. And then like a piece of the story breaks or that person does something kind of detrimental to their reputation. And then like the dam is broken and everything starts kind of flooding in to like corroborate the, the, the bad stories, the, the, uh, yeah. the, the horror stories. The one that's the one that like comes to mind is, is during me too, uh, Kevin Spacey. Uh-huh. You know, the, the, the story kind of came out about him, the real, the, you know, the bad one where he was like, had, had, had sexually assaulted a, an underage actor, I think a guy mm-hmm. who was like he was 16, 17, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, it, and then the rest of Hollywood was like, oh yeah, we've known this dude is a super creep for 20 years now. Yeah. Where were they 20 right? years ago? So that that's, I feel like that is sort of what's happening with this Ellen story is that people yeah. started bashing on her for this out of touch comment and then more people felt emboldened and licensed to kind of like give their, give you know, give their anecdote about the whole thing. Um, and that's that's what I think is going to come out. I think there's going to be a lot more uh, it's, to this. It's unfortunate because Ellen is such an iconic person, and because yeah. her brand is is niceness and generosity, right? Like because. Mm-hmm. It, she signs I, off the show every day with be kind to one another. Yeah, and I and I love I loved her her speech this year at the um I think it was the Golden Globes mm-hmm. where she mm-hmm. she took like a you know some type of lifetime or, or, or icon achievement award home and gave like a really really touching and and encouraging and lovely speech. So it's I guess it's never surprising when somebody that that's that, that is that wealthy and famous and has been for so long is an asshole. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. And there, there is, there's a piece of me that, you know, some of these, you can find some of the, some of these types of stories about Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm. You can also find stories that say the opposite that say he's a super nice guy that tips well and is appreciative of fan support and all that type of stuff. Right. And, and I, I'm always like, I'm always a little bit, you know, I don't want to be too quick to judge rich people that are wildly successful from having a bunch of weird rules and quirks. And, you know, like you hear about, you, like, you know, you hear divas with their riders mm-hmm. on concert tours, right? Yeah. They, they need bowl, bowl bowls of M&M, of M&Ms, but only the red ones, that type of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just have a hard time. Like it's always it's great when very, very famous, very, very wealthy people are able to keep their head on their shoulders and be well adjusted and normal. But I don't necessarily expect it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't agree. know how I would change I don't know how I would change after three decades of wild success and you know uncountable amounts of money. Well, and another thing is when you're that successful and you're that famous people will do anything to be around you and to be a part of your circle or whatever. So you're used to people just like bowing at your feet to, to do whatever it takes. Um, however, I think that as a, as a, uh, a genuine person, I think that there's, you can cut through some of the bullshit and just be nice to people. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to be uh, cruel, which is some of the, some of the stories that are coming out about her are just, um, 
Now, are they true? Who the hell knows? Um, but I'm just saying like some of these stories are, um, they're just, they're nasty, not good, you know, like stuff that not nice people would be doing. Even if you're famous and, and have a ton of money, you don't have to be, um, you, you don't have to be cruel to people. Yeah. Well, and I think the, the real, the issue here, the big, big issue, I think the reason why this is, is setting off so many hot takes and, and alarms is because Ellen traffics in niceness. Yeah. And one, yeah. Th- one thing we hate, one thing America hates more than it, more than anything is a phony, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Ellen, yeah. Ellen's brand can't be generosity and niceness and gratitude. And then she doesn't practice any of that in her real life. That's, that's not something that we're okay with. Whereas finding out your favorite actor is kind of a weirdo and a dickhead. It doesn't mean anything because he's, he's, of course he is. That, that, right. That's not what he's, that's not why, why you buy him or like him in the first place. You like him because yeah. his movies, you like him because his or her movies are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, but so that, that's what is, that's also unsettling about some of these stories that are coming out are about her, um, um, doing things that involve like the L- LGBTQ community in a negative way, um, uh, with certain guests that she had on people that she had worked with that are in that community that she was, not very good to, uh, which doesn't make sense at all because no, that is no. like her cause. And yeah, that is, yeah, absolutely. She was one of the first to come out publicly and all this. So I don't know. I'd like to see where it goes. I'm not here to pass too much judgment, but where there's yeah, smoke, there's typically fire. Yeah, absolutely. We won't we won't bury her just yet, but it's no. but it's it's interest it will definitely be interesting to to pay attention to and see what type of uh potential mea culpa comes from Ellen and you know, yeah, you always got to give people a chance to change. Maybe she sees, maybe she she acknowledges that she's made some mistakes and, and attempts to to fix some yeah. of those things. You never know. Uh, but certainly a a pop culture story to to stay tuned to. Um, Absolutely, I'll be watching. Phil, I, I I got one more thing that I'll I'll, I'll pull up here, but but any any other any any other things that you wanted to touch on before we jet on up out of here. Mm. No, um, I, I would. I'm very interested to see how everything progresses as far as opening um, all this business back up. So, uh, yeah, that yeah, that's going to be a story that I, I think that we'll touch on soon once this happens. And uh, yeah. you know, I, I for one, I'm not going to be rushing back to bars to to be shoulder to shoulder with people once they open back up. Um, I don't know about you, but I think that the socializing is going to be, we're going to go back old school to house parties, dinner parties. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm very interested to see how it all plays out. Yeah. I, I'm, I'll say this. I am, I've been privy to now, not anything that I would call like true insider information, Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but people that are in different locations than we are and that I trust to, know more than I do and have more insight into some of this have said things like this. They don't think that business travel will be back for a full year. Mm. So I think that you can expect zero like flights and especially the absence of any and all conferences for a full year. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, that probably means that public travel, vacation, it, it could it could potentially be done for 2020. Mm. M- maybe Q3, Q4 more, uh, is probably more likely for when you could act when you could actually go go somewhere. Um, and the other thing that I that that I've heard that it, as a real possibility is that it will be a full also a full year before there are zero restrictions on public gatherings and being able to like go out and do regular normal things that we were doing in 2019. Right. That doesn't shock me at all. So I I think, you know, what I'm hopeful for is like, is what you just said. I'd love to just be able to have some friends over and have some Mm -hmm. type of social interaction. I, that I could deal with that level of restriction. You know, maybe they keep like, maybe we open things up, but it's, it's gatherings under 20, maybe restaurants can come back, but have limited, much more limited, uh, occupancy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You, you open up your, your dining room, but you cut capacity in half. Yeah. So, so that people are far more spaced out or something like that, you know, and you just have less traffic through. Um, but it, it, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this is this this pandemic is it's truly life and world changing, and there are that's really hard to to grasp and reconcile with, and I don't think we it's too early to to know the to the the full effects, but I think one thing that's interesting for for people that are that are our age, right there in in our early to mid thirties, it's wild to think about how this is like the effects the lasting things that come from the 2020 global pandemic they're going to end up dwarfing 911 and 2008 man that is something isn't it like those will be minor minor speed bumps compared to what this is doing to everything mhm and that's really yep. really crazy to think about because those were <laughs> those huge were events. huge global world rocking events and this yeah, is, think about it now. I mean, like somebody this, was. This is worse. This is bigger. Yeah. Well, and it, like before nine eleven, after or, yeah, now that nine eleven has occurred, we don't pay any mind to stepping into a um, full body scan each and every time that we go through a security. Whereas before that, people would you'd have to drag somebody into one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, so, yeah. We'll we'll certainly keep our pulse on that. Uh, it would just it would just be nice to be able to see friends and family in any capacity at this point. So I'll mm. I'll take the uh, I'll take the slow lifting of of regulations as long as that means we're able to have some type of interaction um, soon. But again, we just we just don't know enough, man. They need they need to get these antibody tests out. They need to get the 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 potential uh, viral virus fighters out there. Um, they got to expand the testing and and. Uh, hopefully they are literally doing everything possible to expedite the process of getting a vaccine. Cause that's really the only thing that will, yeah, will completely remedy this, um, you know, whole cloth, I think. Um, last thing, last thing that I got for you had some, had, had a couple requests to talk about the second drop from, from AMA. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So I, I, I did, I pulled trig on the, one of Ooh. my favorite, one of my favorite pieces from the lookbook it was it's the fleece jacket yeah 
with the uh with the pressed logo on the back um let's see can you see that yeah yeah very nice that's not embroidered it's not embroidered it's just it's basically like a it, it yeah. like they took a machine and like hot and like hot pressed it basically mm-hmm. to get that embossed look mm-hmm. uh, it's very cool it's um it's super lightweight which is actually it's that's awesome because it was it's it was weird that they were doing a fleece piece for uh for spring yeah but so the the i mean it's you could wear this in in 65 degrees no no problem you know what uh-huh. i mean is it a full zip it's a full zip it's made in canada and all things are good except it does not work <laughs> yeah i can't you can't i i, I got it I got the zipper to go one time and then it was like misaligned and it took me like 15 minutes to like working it hardcore and, you know, damn near damaging the thing to like get it unhooked. And now every time I I can just tell that this thing is going to be testy as all, all get out. So I don't know what to do. What is, do you think it's just shoddy um, worksmanship? I, I can't tell. I really can't tell. I can't tell if it's just a cheap zipper or if this particular one just isn't lubricated well enough or, or, or what's going on, but it just, it, it, you might yeah, have to buy some uh, zipper lube. <laughs> is that, yeah. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. It should be, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do, man. You know, I, I might, that's have to, a bummer. Yeah. I might have to send this piece back and it's, it sucks. Cause the, you know the blue one here and the green one are both sold out. So it's like they were they were hot items. What's um, the return policy? Are you gonna get a credit or something? Well, that's their typical return policy. But I imagine for a piece that's damaged, like you know, where I yeah. can't, it's it's not it's not usable. I think I could just probably talk them get into it a zipped refund, up, but get it zipped up and just turn it into a full zip. Be done with. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, a pullover. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, so uh, that's my report. Um, the uh, I, I think the standout piece for me from the, that second drop was the uh, there's like a washed navy denim jacket, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is looks awesome. It's 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 retail is three ninety five, which is too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we said last week, man, I think this is going to be a season of some wild wild sales. Absolutely. So that's certainly something that I'll have on my radar for, for sale season. And uh, yeah. Also just quickly, we talked about this a lot, uh, a while back, but 18 East, I think talking about fleece, the 18 East had um, some of the coolest stuff that I've seen recently with those reversible fleeces. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of that kimono look. Yes. And yes. Uh, those, those are some talk about something different. Um, I don't, I can't recall what the price tag was, but I think it was under 300. Mm-hmm. Um, new, new drop from 18 East this, this coming Thursday as well. Mm-hmm. That looks to have some really, really cool chambray indigo type pieces as well. So if you're not, if you're not, uh, if you're not following along with those guys, definitely do so. Yeah. Get on that, that newsletter and they'll, they'll send you the, the I like that little password. Totally. Deal. Absolutely. Kind of, it's something different. Yep. All right, that's going to wrap it up and do it for us today here on the Club Cool Podcast. Once again, go check out those Raycon earbuds, buyraycon.com slash clubcool for 15% off of your order. That is a great way to support us and support this podcast. Also, go check us out, patreon.com 
slash club cool. We'll have a great little list put together for you for all of our best quarantine recommendations. And uh, that should be coming within the next three, four days. Very soon. Go jump on board and um, and we'll get that out for you here in the next few days. That'll Back do it. To doing nothing, Barrett. I'm going to go read. There you go. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Where's my book? What? <laughs>